I'm Alec Lace. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Welcome, everybody, to episode 199 of the podcast. I am happy, as always, to be here with you. Thank you for stopping by. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please get over there and bang that subscribe button. You do not want to miss all the action that is coming your way right here on First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, I have an amazing guest for you guys on this Transformation Tuesday. Mata Abdelhamid is a personal trainer from Egypt. He is a former WWE star, and he is well-known for training Aquaman and Game of Thrones superstar Jason Momoa. Amada has quite a journey, and he will be here with me in just a few minutes, so please stick around for the interview. It is so hard to believe that tomorrow I will be dropping my 200th episode of First Class Fatherhood, and I had the tremendous honor of speaking with United States Marines Medal of Honor recipient Dakota Meyer, and I am proud to bring you that interview tomorrow for my 200th installment of the podcast. I had been working really hard to put that one together, so believe me, you do not want to miss out on that one. If you are new to the show here, I would highly recommend that you take a scroll through the archives of the podcast and check out all the amazing fathers who have joined me here over the last 200 episodes. Some of my most downloaded episodes of the last 100 include skateboarding legend Tony Hawk, Little People Big World star Matt Roloff, Navy SEAL Marcus Luttrell, and of course, my Super Bowl Media Day interviews with Tom Brady, Julian Edelman, Bill Belichick, and all the rest of the guys. And I couldn't be happier with the response that I've been getting from you listeners out there. And I cannot say thank you enough for all the support you guys have shown me. And if you get a chance, please get over and drop me a rating or a review over on iTunes. It really does help out a ton. And lock it in for Thursday's episode. We are going to start our climb to episode 300 with platinum-selling recording artist and the lead singer of the band Sugar Ray, Mark McGrath, who will be here with me. And of course, a Frogman Friday is headed your way to close out the week with a United States Marine who turned Navy SEAL, Chris Osmond. So make sure you are sharing this podcast with every father in your neighborhood or in your contact list. Let them know about the podcast that celebrates fatherhood and family life. Fatherhood rocks, family values rule, and every day is Father's Day right here with me. And I'm going to jump into the action right now with Mata Abdelhamid. I'm Alec Lace, and you're listening to First Class Fatherhood. Thank you for listening to First Class Fatherhood. You are going to hear a word from my sponsors in the middle of today's interview. If you would like to consider becoming a sponsor of First Class Fatherhood, please hit me up with an email, firstclassfatherhood at gmail.com. All right, and joining me now is a first class father. He is a personal trainer from Egypt. You may have seen him back on his WWE days. He is also well known as the personal trainer of superstar actor Jason Momoa. It is a big privilege for me to say Mata Abdelhamid. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, it's, you know, we've been trying to organize this for a while, so I'm pumped to finally be on here and uh, to be talking to you. Yeah, me too. All right, let's start here. How many kids do you have and how old are they? I've got two kids. Uh, the older one's four years old and the younger one is to both boys wow okay are you stopping there or are you going to go for the girl here it's it's so funny because uh i i love babies uh before i ever had kids i would have never thought i would say this but i love having babies i wish i could just keep them like at between one and two years old their whole life uh so that's my biggest thing is like now my younger one's two two and a half he's growing up i'm like man i want more babies and everybody's like, hey, you guys make cute kids. You should have a girl. So the other day, uh, you know, Jason posts on his uh, on his Instagram, you know, I was holding this baby girl. And he's like, should Mata have a, a girl? And he hit a poll. It was over 100,000 <laughs> votes. And it was like 95% of them said yes. 
so I, I guess the, the general population wants me to have a girl. So <laughs> I don't know how my wife feels about that, though. Yeah, you may need her assistance with that. Um, did you guys find out what you were having both times with the boys? Did you do like a, a gender reveal or did you wait to the end? Uh, we found out. Uh, I, I'm one of those people I like. I, I like surprises, but at the same time, like I was, I just was so anxious and eager to find out. I couldn't wait. Like there was, there was no way I could wait till uh, the day of birth to find out the sex of the baby. I just, I had to find out. <laughs> I understand. All right, Madam, please take a minute here just to hit my listeners with a little bit about your background and what you do. Okay, so uh, I grew up, I'm from Egypt, originally from Egypt. I moved to New Zealand when I was nine years old. I uh, grew up in New Zealand until about 19. I uh, played basketball my whole life, so I ended up moving to the States. I actually played in Buffalo, New York, uh, 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 college basketball. So I got recruited to play college basketball. I was in the States for four years. Then from there, I moved on to play professionally overseas. I played for about four or five years, and uh, that's when I met my wife. And I kind of, at the time, like I lost a passion for basketball. Uh, you know, I'm big on that life is short, and you should always continue to pursue your dreams and go after what you want in life. Uh, you know, I was in Egyptian Revolution 2011, and I was basically waiting to die. I was in the middle of gunfire and machine guns and tanks, so... Just going through that experience, it taught me a lot about myself and it taught me a lot about life and that I will never spend a day pursuing something I don't love. I'm always going to go after my dreams. So at the time, I was like, I want to get into acting. I want to get into fitness. I want to train celebrities. So me and my wife just moved out to L.A. with nothing. We just had our suitcases. We didn't have a house, a car. We didn't know anybody in L.A. We just moved out here. And it's funny how life works. A month after moving out here, I met Jason and then a couple months after that, WWE pursued me. So I ended up moving to Florida to WWE for a couple of years uh, and then ended up rejoining Jason for Aquaman. And uh, I trained him on there and now I'm full-time with Jason. Uh, and as well as I'm starting my own nutritional line. So I'm working hard on that business, uh, on that on that side personally. And we plan to launch in August. So got a lot of stuff going on. And as you know, my two kids and my wife, but I love it. You know, I wouldn't ask for anything else. I love being busy. I love pursuing my dreams and passions. I want to show my kids that, you know, you could truly achieve anything you want in life uh, and be a positive role model, not just for them, but just for the whole next generation. Yeah, very well said. And what an incredible journey you've had, Mata. How did the experience of becoming a dad kind of change your perspective on life? It, it, it was very interesting because when I first found out, so my wife got pregnant a couple months after moving to L.A. And at the time, I was, uh, when you when you tell parents of, uh, or when you tell non-parents about having a kid, they don't really quite understand anything until you actually have a child. It's hard to really fathom. So at the time, I thought my life was over. I was like, that's it. You know, I got to stop pursuing my dreams and passions. I just got to like get a regular job and provide for my family. Uh, but as soon as my child, first child was born, it's been nothing but blessings, and they've helped me and motivate me to even go harder you know anytime i'm down anytime i'm tired anytime i just need that little picking up i think of my kids i think of what i want to leave behind for them i will think about what i want to show them in terms of like i'm all about action speak louder than words so i want to show my kids that the harder you work the more successful you are and to be a good person and to stay you know stick with your morals and values so my kids are my biggest motivation inspiration today 
Yeah, good stuff, Mata. And what was it like for you as a kid growing up in Egypt? And what are some of the major differences of kids growing up there as opposed to here in the U.S.? Uh, it's oh man, it's it's night and day. It's completely different. Especially, I spent about three years in Saudi Arabia, uh, and at that time, it was it's a pretty rough place. Uh, Saudi Arabia, it's completely different um, than you know moving to New Zealand. Uh, so I was able. It, it helped me a lot because I was able to see basically polar opposites of how people live. I saw like real poverty in third world countries. I saw so many different things, but it helped me to shape who I am today. And I learned from those experiences uh, because a lot of times when people grow up in the same place and they're kind of limited to what they see, uh, they don't really fathom what, what what's going on, on on the other side of the world. Uh, but I've been blessed to travel the world and see how other people live and how other people, you know, think and, and pursue things. Every, every single thing is different, you know, whether it's Egypt, whether it's China, whether it's Europe, or whether it's Brazil. Uh, every place you go is so different, and it's very interesting to see how people think because there's not really one right way. Uh, so it's, all, it's always good to see, like, how other people think and do things because you can always incorporate it into your own life. Yeah, definitely. There is always something to learn from everyone we come across in life. I'm a big believer of that philosophy. Exactly. I'm, I'm a big, big fan of that. And I can always learn something from somebody. I'm always willing to, to listen, whether it's from somebody's experiences or what they do. You know, you can always learn from somebody because it's, it's good to see how other people think because you'll be like, oh, wow, I didn't think of it that way. Yeah, definitely. I knew a lot more at 19 than I know now, for sure. At 19, I knew it all. Now I know that I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I know, exactly. It's funny, the older you get, the more, uh, I don't know what, it's more like, just, you're more humble and more, you're, you don't have as much ego, so you're more willing to listen. Like, right now, you know, I'm a sponge, I'm blessed to be around so many, so many people, so many good people, whether it's what they do in their career, or good people just in general, in life. So, I'm like a sponge, I just soak it all in, I, I try to learn from everybody, and take that and use that in my own life uh, and to help my kids for their future. You know, and they're going to do the same. They're going to take some from me. They're going to take some from their mom. They're going to take some from their everyday experiences in life. You know, they're blessed, too. They've been able to travel the world. I mean, my two-year-old's already lived in Australia, D.C., Orlando, and L.A. He's only two years old. So they get those life experiences, too, and I'm sure they're going to be doing the same thing when they're older. Yeah, that's incredible, Mata. All right, now you train Jason Momoa. He has had just a ton of success here. Game of Thrones, Aquaman, he's just exploded onto the scene here. What has it been like for you to kind of watch his career just kind of skyrocket the way it has? Uh, it's, it's been truly amazing because I've been uh, able to witness it firsthand. Like the day before Justice League compared to the day after Justice League, just the way people looked at him. And then now it's before Aquaman, after Aquaman, Alchemist came out. He's like a bona fide A-lister, bona fide Hollywood superstar. It's like everywhere he goes, he can't just sit down and have a beer, you know. And sometimes I do feel bad for him, but then I'm like, yeah, you're getting paid the big bucks, so you can handle it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's been it's been amazing to see a good person like him succeed because. You know, ever since day one, like, we've been best friends. And I actually had no idea who he was when I first met him. He walked into my gym, and uh, him and his buddy, would, you know, how he, you know, he dresses up in, like, all his, like, car hearts with holes in them and paint and 
chalk everywhere and I had just no idea like he even acted, uh, let alone who he was. And we started working out for a couple of weeks and then my friend starts freaking out when he sees me with him. He's like, Oh my god, you were called Drogo. I was like, Who's that? <laughs> and he's like, That's Game of Thrones. I was like, Oh, I don't even watch that show. Uh, but I had no idea who he was, and to this very day, he acts exactly the same way. He's just so down-to-earth, so humble, and I learned so much from him. He's like my bigger brother, uh, whether it's you know career-wise, business-wise, or just like in life. He's a great father, great human being. Uh, it's funny, I never, never really wanted a daughter until I saw him and his daughter and that father-daughter relationship, you know, because I, I see my, my two kids, they're both mama's boys. You know, if anything goes wrong... They're, like, running to their mother, mama, mama, mama. And I'm like, what about daddy, huh? <laughs> but uh, you see, the, the daughters mostly gravitate towards the father, and that's something really special that I saw with his daughter. And uh, that's, that's, that was the first time I was really like, man, I, I would really like to have a daughter one day. Yeah, we had our three boys first, and then we were blessed with our baby girl, and it has been such a wonderful experience. Uh, now, I don't want to spoil it for you here, Mata. Going from two to three kids was uh, definitely a challenge, uh, but once you're past that, going from three to four is a piece of cake. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, I always I, I find that two is like a good number because it's like man-to-man defense. You know, it's two on two. You grab one, I grab one, we're good. Once you go two to three, and especially if they're kind of closer in age, that's when it starts getting tough. Uh, like if we were to have a third, I'd probably wait at least another year or so to try just because like the older one's still four. I mean, he's pretty responsible, but still you a four-year-old, a two-year-old, and a, and a, a brand-new baby – it's just like a recipe for disaster at my house. Yeah, and that's the key to it right there, Amada, and that's what happened with us. Uh, our older two, they weren't quite old enough yet to be independent enough on their own. They still required a lot of our attention. Uh, and then when our third bundle of joy arrived, he also happened to be our fussiest sleeper out of all the kids. So, I mean, that first year with all three of them, that seemed like uh, one long day. Yeah, um, oh yeah, I, trust me, I feel you paid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it has all been worth it. Uh, the prize has been delicious. Now- it is now time to get an important word from our sponsors and then back with more from Mata Abdelhamid. I'm Alec Lace, and you're listening to First Class Fatherhood. Let's go, dads. You heard me speaking recently about my daddy-daughter date to see Frozen on Broadway, and it was a night to remember. I bought my tickets on SeatGeek.com and used my promo code FIRSTCLASS. That's one word, FIRSTCLASS, and I saved $20 off my tickets, which I used to buy my daughter a souvenir at the show. Right now, baseball season is in full swing. Both NHL and NBA playoffs are heating up. And if you plan on bringing your kids to any live event, go to SeatGeek.com or use the SeatGeek app and plug in my promo code FIRSTCLASS. One word, FIRSTCLASS. And First Class Fatherhood listeners can save $20 off their tickets. It's a slam dunk deal, guys. Go to SeatGeek.com and use the promo code FIRSTCLASS. Fatherhood is the best seat in the house. Now, what was your experience like with the WWE? I saw you back when you were on Tough Enough. Uh, what was the reason for your decision to kind of walk away from that industry? Uh, it was. It's funny because I actually love wrestling. Out of everything I've done, whether it's basketball or acting, or wrestling is probably the, the most fun I ever had because it's like five or ten minutes, and it is just absolute chaos. And I kind of love that because it's a mix of acting and stunts and sports and improv. You have thousands of fans screaming and you have a producer in the ear of the rest trying to tell you something and 
there's so much is going on, but it's just so fun. It's so exhilarating. Uh, but the reason why I, you know, I want to step away is just I didn't like how they planned on using me. Uh, just being from the Middle East and, and like, I didn't want to be that typical anti-America, I don't want to say terrorist, but, you know, something of that nature. I was totally against that because I wanted to do the opposite. I wanted to use wrestling and bring people together. Uh, I was, you know, I used to come out and just tell people, look, man, I'm a, at the time I had a blonde mohawk. So I was like, I'm a six foot six, 280-pound Egyptian with a blonde mohawk. My full name is Ahmed Tahir Muhammad Abdul Hamid. I've been judged my whole life. Whether it's here or back in my own country, I've always been judged. So I wanted to stop the judgment and bring people together. It doesn't matter if you're Jewish or Muslim. It doesn't matter if you're black or white. I don't care. To me, if you're a human being, you get treated the same way. There's good people and bad people. And I really wanted to like be that kind of like person that brings two nations who have a history of hatred and violence against each other. I wanted to be able to bring them together, not separate them even more. Even though it's a show, even though it's not real, blah, 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 a lot of people took it seriously, you know. So I didn't want to come off as, as the, uh, you know, anti-America or anything like that. So that's, that's when I, I – it was about after a year when I was like, man, I need, to, I need to get out of here. And about a couple months later, I get a text at like 4 in the morning from Jason. He's like, do you want to come to Gold Coast with me uh, and train? i got a role for you on the movie and this and that. I had no idea it was even Aquaman. I was like, yep, I'm done. And I sent an email off to WWE, and I was done with him. I had no idea what I was doing with Jason. I just, like, I trusted him. You know, I trust him, like, he's more than a brother to me. So I know he will always have me and my family, you know, taken care of. So that was that, you know. And I went to Gold Coast and started uh, working on Aquaman with him. And I actually had a a six-minute-long scene with him that ended up getting cut. That That was a bummer, but it was super fun. And... I'm getting into acting myself. We're going to audition coming up tomorrow and just dabbling with it here and there when I have time. Uh, I find it interesting and just to like kind of dig deep and find those inner emotions and play around with them. So for me, it's something more of like uh, not a hobby, but something fun that I I would like to pursue. Who knows? I might like it. I might not. Uh, But my main thing is the whole fitness side. I'm starting a nutritional line uh, this summer and it's, it's more than just nutritious, more about like a lifestyle. And we have this whole go foundation in the sense for get outside and we're going to go to school. We're going to go to schools. We're going to get kids outside off their phones, off their iPads, go outside, get some activity, eat better and just give people uh, more ins- inspiration, motivation to just chase their dreams and go after what they want through fitness. Yeah, I love your whole philosophy there, Mata. And just going back to what you said about pitting the countries against one another, I think that through the experience of fatherhood, we finally understand this illusion of race and religion that we are somehow different as human beings. Uh, when we see another dad, we know exactly what kind of emotions and feelings that they're having for their children. We're all seeking the same thing here as far as we want our kids to be successful. Uh, we pray that they're healthy and happy, and we don't want to see our kids sad or depressed or sick. Uh, so as fathers, we have so much more in common uh, we're all after the same things here. And I think through parenthood, I mean, that really helps to bring that to light. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, you can, you know, you don't have to speak the same language. If you see, you know, a father and his son is sick, you know that feeling. Or, you know, a father that sees a child, like, smile at them, you know that feeling. You know ex- those feelings. You don't need languages. You don't need to be the same color or race or religion. 
as fathers, as parents, we understand those feelings, and it brings us together. Yeah, definitely. All right, what does your bedtime routine look like, Mata, with the boys here? Are you uh, a storyteller, a book reader? Are you singing them lullabies? How does bedtime go down in your house? So it's it's funny. So, you know, we tried, re- we tried reading in stories uh, before bedtime, but my mother was just here uh, recently. And uh, so my kids' names are Xander and Cairo, but we call Xander X. So it's X and Cairo. So my mom started like creating these stories for them and she calls them Myro and Z. Actually it was my sister that created it. Myro and Z. It's, it's, it's really about them. They just change the names slightly and they don't really know that. They love it. They talk about the adventures of Myro and Z and you know, they, today they went to the zoo and they did this and they did that and the kids just love it. So even after my mom left, they still ask for the bedtime story. So now either me or my wife will We'll tell them a story about Myra and Z, these two kids who are basically them. <laughs> yeah, I like that. All right. And since you have been involved with the Hollywood industry here and you see how the inner workings of it go on, have your children been approached to get involved in acting at all? And how would you feel about your sons uh, uh, getting involved in the acting scene? I wouldn't mind it at all to me. Like, I've seen the, the, the highs and the lows of the, the, of the film industry, and there's definitely a lot of them. I feel the main thing is just, being grounded and being uh, having a good supporting cast, whether that's family or friends or people that keep you grounded, people that keep you humble. Because the day you start thinking that you are larger than life, you're better than anybody else, is that's when it's a it's a slippery slope. Because I, you know, you see it in acting all the time. People, you know, just go off the rails, and you see why. It's, you come in at 18 years old and you can have anything you want in the world. You get all this money. Nobody ever says no to you. Everybody's a yes man. So you can kind of see where people go wrong. So I wouldn't mind if my kids wanted to pursue it. I would never push it on them. Uh, I'm a big fan of like, do what you want in life. It's your life. Pursue your dreams. You know, my dad used to do his best to take me to play basketball growing up. Uh, and he'd pick me up from school. He'd take me to the court, even though my mom wanted me to study more and do this and do that. My dad knew that I was passionate about basketball, and he did his absolute best to help me pursue that passion, and it worked out for me. I got a college scholarship. I, got, I was one of the first players ever, and you recruited on New Zealand. It ended up working out for me is because I chased my passion. To me, it wasn't work. So I'm always about chasing your passion. If that's something they want to do, I'm going to fully support them, and luckily for them, I have some experiences in the industry, and I can kind of guide them. Uh, but I feel like with anything you do in life, you just have to have that good supporting system. Uh, whether it's friends or family, you have to have that core group of people that just keep you grounded, keep you humble, and just make you a better person. Yeah, very well said. And I know you mentioned there that you're going on an audition. You got, you're working on the gym stuff. What kind of goals and plans do you have for the future here? You got any projects that are coming out soon that we could be looking forward to? What's next for you? No, the, honestly, the ma- the main thing is the the nutritional line. Uh, we're really trying to do a lot with that. We're going to be, you know, we plan to work on like with the Special Olympics and kids with needs, and we just want to go out there and spread the message of positivity, and you know, spread the the message of health and wellness, and get kids outside, get people outside, healthier, eating better, exercising more, and just showing people that they can achieve anything they want to achieve if they put their mind to it. You know, I just recently linked up with uh, with a guy that we actually connected on Instagram, 
and his name is Zion Clark. You know, he's got a documentary out on Netflix. This guy is the most inspirational person I have ever seen in my life, and I've been blessed to recently meet him, and he came over the house for dinner, and he was born with no legs. And this guy can is unbelievable. You have to check him out. He can do backflips. He's a college wrestler uh, with a great like he he wrestles in college and he's got a great record. And it's just so inspirational to see somebody like that because a lot of people if they were in his position they would just give up. But this kid's got the like most positive attitude about him, and he's really a go getter. And he's all he's all about. It's not about what he can't do, it's what he can do. What God gave him, he doesn't complain about what he doesn't have. So it's so refreshing to see that attitude because a lot of times in life we take what we have for granted and we're always complaining like what we don't have or we don't have this, we don't have the nicest car, we don't have you know, the best meal, we don't have this. But you see other people that really don't have anything and they still have a smile on their face because they appreciate the little they do have. Uh, so, so I, I love, hopefully we're going to be working with, uh, with Zion and other people like him, just showing the world that it doesn't matter what you have, it doesn't matter what you're born with, you, if you pursue what you want in life, uh, you can truly make miracles happen. Yeah, great stuff, Mata. Very inspirational. Last thing I want to hit you with here, I'd love to ask all the dads that I get on the podcast, what type of advice do you have for that new dad or for that about-to-be father who's out there listening? It's funny, like, I I have a, a, a few friends who are recent fathers or, like, uh, they're about to be fathers and they ask for advice. And my biggest advice, you know, some of them are nervous, some of them are this, and they're worried about changing diapers or, or warming a bottle and just the little stuff. I'm like, don't worry about that. Honestly, it comes naturally. My biggest thing is don't take a moment for granted. Enjoy every single moment because time flies by so fast. You know, enjoy every time you change the kids' diapers, even no matter how bad it stinks. Because guess what? One day they're going to be all older. They're going to be driving cars. They're going to have their own lives. You're not going to see them as much. So just and savor every single moment, you know. And I can take that advice. You know, I can do better. We could all do better. And just savor every single moment because you never get time back, uh, and especially those younger years. They're just so cute and adorable. And when you're their entire world, you're all they care about in life. You're all they know is completely different. You know, I'm not saying like once they're older, you know, it's, it's different, but it is. It's just not the same. You know, when they're 15, 16 and they have their own life, they're going to parties, they have a girlfriend or, or boyfriend or they have their own car. It's not the same as when they're two years old and you walk in the door and you see their, their face light up. So when you're a new father, man, take every single moment in. Savor it. Well said. Great message. I love the advice. Uh, this has been a lot of fun for me. You are a first-class father all the way. And I got to say, Mata Abdelhamid, thank you so much for giving me a few minutes of your time on First Class Fatherhood. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it. I had a blast. And, uh, yeah, hopefully we'll do this again. And that would be awesome. All right, I'm going to be right back with a couple of closing thoughts.
back to wrap things up here on First Class Fatherhood. I got to give a special thank you once again to Mata Abdelhamid for giving me a few minutes of his time here. It was so cool. Please hit me up on Twitter, guys, or drop me that DM over on Instagram. Let me know what you thought about today's episode. I always love to read your feedback. And lock it in. You know what's coming your way tomorrow. Episode 200 of the podcast is going down. United States Marines Medal of Honor recipient Dakota Meyer is going to be here with me. I hope you'll join us. It's going to be a fantastic episode and a great way to cap off 200 episodes of First Class Fatherhood. All right? That's all I got for you guys today. I'm Alec Lace. You have been listening to First Class Fatherhood. And please remember, guys, we are not babysitters. We are fathers. And we're not just fathers. We are first class fathers. Tall as a tree, I saw feelings.